Hi, this is Sugandhi Ayer for the Good Fortune Show. How are you doing? We are here today to discuss improving your personal fortune. Your work is also connected to your personal fortune. So your personal fortune basically feeds everything. They talk about etheric tubes and channels and connections. And they say that through these tubes, etheric tubes, however you pronounce it, <laughs> energy flows to everything, to all our projects. So just imagine your personal fortune is feeding everything, all these projects that you have floated or are about to float. So as we get energy from source, the source of all well-being, then from us, we become the source of the projects. And energy flows from us to these projects. And so your personal fortune needs to be super great, really, really good. If somebody wants to be president of a country, he needs to have his personal fortune doing really well and then send his energy to his projects. The project could be becoming the president of the country. But let's say his personal fortune was good. And he sent energy out from his personal fortune towards the goal and objective of being the president of the country. And then he does become the president. But then society eats at his presidency. E-A-T-S eats at it and takes away a lot of his personal fortune. And I'm not talking of money. I'm just talking about the good luck factor. Good fortune. So now society has depleted his personal fortune. So he, this person, builds up his personal fortune. Fictitious John builds up his first personal fortune through life, through whatever he's done, that personal fortune goes through these connections, transparent spiritual connections. It goes and feeds his goal of being the president. He becomes the president. And then society eats away at his presidency and his personal fortune, that is his personal good luck. So now he could be more depleted than what he started off with. So his personal fortune needs to be rebuilt first before he tries his hand at something. And if he does that, then whatever pushed him towards success at the very first, in the first place, 
would or could push him back to success, depending on his personal fortune being built up again. That's why I say, you know, people who sacrifice for the country, martyrs, <laughs> again, however you pronounce it. Remember, I do come at this with a bit of an Indian accent, correct? So it's kind of a mix of accents now. So whatever, whenever a person tries to pit PIT, his personal fortune, or use it for the sake of the country, depending on the state of the country, S-T-A-T-E, state of the country, his personal fortune could be eaten away at. And thereby push this well-meaning person. And here we are not talking about whether a person is right or wrong. We're just saying, according to this candidate, presidency candidate or prime ministership candidate, he meant well. Now, whether he's right or wrong, we're not going into that discussion. But originally, people do mean well when they do start getting into politics, right? So they have at least one part of them that means well, as per their principles. And we're not going into whether a person's personal principles are right or wrong. We're just going into the fact that everybody comes to something with some personal principle and they want to help the country based on those principles. But then the country eats away at their position and eats away at their personal fortune. So a person needs to withdraw, go back, build their personal fortune, their good luck factor, and come back. But if they're busy just defending themselves against so many things, what's happening is that their personal fortune has been eaten away at and then it's continuing to be eaten away. So the best thing would be to go back, build your personal fortune, bring it back up again, disconnect from society, disconnect from the country, and then go back. Because otherwise, people are just fighting and defending themselves. And their personal good fortune is being eaten away. So we're not talking about fortune as in money. Again, I'm saying it's our personal good fortune. And we come to something with our good fortune. When I, started, when I started the Joyful Manifestation show in the Good Fortune show, I first started the Joyful Manifestation show, I think, back in 2017, December 7th. And then the Good Fortune show was started 2023. That's what I remember. In What happened is I bring my personal good fortune to this show. And also, because of the work that I do, um, many divine forces gather to make this happen. So even if I give up, they're going to continue. <laughs> so I come at this with, I come to these shows with a lot of good fortune energies around me, a lot of divine forces and factors. And in fact, it's so funny. Yesterday or day before yesterday, I was driving and I was listening to 
my last good fortune show because sometimes I need to go back and listen to it myself, correct? So I was listening to it and I see the goddess of fortune, the name, written huge on a truck. And it suddenly came in front of me and was driving in front of me while I was listening to the show. So I have seen these things happen. I've seen these things happen where I am listening to the Good Fortune show or the Joyful Manifestation show and the divine forces show themselves in front of me in some form or the other. So these shows are highly supported by these energies. And what is, and when I say energies, I mean gods and goddesses, divine god, divine goddess. And when I say, why is this? Why do these? deities, these gods and goddesses support these shows, it's because if you recall in the last show, the last Good Fortune show, I said that they're interested in good happening for people. So whether I want it or not, they want good for you, the divine forces, God wants good for you. And so they have me talk and they want people to do well. They want you to do well. And if you think about it, your personal fortune is what is going to feed everything. And if you allow external forces to eat away at it, eat away, eat away, what would happen is there would be depletion. Let me explain another way. Inside of you is a spark. The soul spark. You can call it the soul spark. You can call it God's divine presence in you. And everybody has it. Everyone has it. You know, people discriminate based on color, physical features, country. But every person in all these countries has God's divine spark inside them. And hence, they're no different from anybody else. But what happens is because of society, because of society, and sometimes for some people, family. This soul spark inside them, this divine God inside them, this divine power is unable, or let me explain it this way. The divine spark within you keeps, keeps on filling you your body, and your aura with joyful manifestation energy. And if this energy is allowed to be filled up within you and your aura, and even the room and the house around you, whatever you want will happen in a joyful way. So left alone, your soul 
the divine spark inside you will fill up your body and aura and the place around you with divine joyful manifestation energy. That's how I got this term, joyful manifestation. Because this spark inside you wants to experience life in the best way. And so it's going to keep refilling you with great energy. But then society and the negativity around eats away at this. And then what happens is once this joyful manifestation energy inside you, the good fortune, which creates good fortune, is eaten away. Depletion happens and enough joyful manifestation energy will not exist for what you want to happen. So your job, of fictitious Jane's job, is to make sure that the joyful manifestation energy fills up inside of her, into her aura, and into the space around her, and is not interfered with. What then happens is your personal fortune, or fictitious Jane's personal fortune, will pick up and get strong. And as it gets strong, it will project itself and change everything around it and be able to fuel her projects. So defending yourself against society's negativity, choosing your best friends properly who are good for you, who are not good for you, will help because the less people take away from you the more your personal fortune builds up and fuels all of your projects so the joyful manifestation energy inside you has to keep replenishing and filling up filling up filling up think of i think some people have heard of all these hot geysers or water sources that come up from the ground and some people say they're very very healing and they're available in certain countries and it keeps on replenishing it never stops so think about the fact that there is a fountain inside you and it keeps giving out joyful manifestation energy. That's his job, to give out joyful manifestation energy given out by your soul spark, by the divine God inside you. It keeps on replenishing, and it will replenish. It's not going to stop, but depending on how much is eaten away. That much is left behind to help you with your projects. The more that is eaten away, the less joyful manifestation energy is going to be within fictitious Jane. And then she won't have enough to fuel her projects. When I work with my clients, I take away their obstacles. 
I show them all the things that are affecting and then together we work in taking it out so that her original soul spark can do its magic. In India, we have a story. It's supposed to be true. It's about gods. And how there is this woman who, a princess, who got exiled into the forest. And she had some sages going to visit her, a sage, and she had to give him food. But when she checked, all that was left is one grain of rice in the vessel. And God appears in front of her and gives her a vessel that can constantly produce food. It would never run out. It's called the Akshya Patra, but Patra means vessel. And basically what it means is it is a source of well-being of good fortune that never dries out. Never dries out. And it keeps producing, keeps producing. So the same way your divine spark within you keeps producing joyful manifestation energy. And remember, that's how I got these terms, these words to write my book, Joyful Manifestation. So your divine soul spark will keep producing positive energy. But how much you allow society to eat away at it is in your hands. And I'm explaining this to you so that you understand the phenomena, like what is happening here. Oh, I feel good when I wake up or I feel good at certain points and then boom, it's gone. Yeah, something ate away at the good fortune energy. And that's why we ask you to come back to the show, listen to the episodes again and again, be a member, support sources of good fortune, support news channels that give good fortune news, support good music, support music that does not talk of bad things happening. Support good stuff, because what happens is, even though fictitious Jane's divine spark is ready and willing to give, give, give good fortune to her. And keeps filling her up with good fortune energy. But when people listen to bad news and when they tune into negative energies, that is depleted. It's taken out of them. The good fortune. And then fictitious Jane is wondering why she's feeling a certain way or why is she not able to achieve her goals and targets. And talking about presidency, the more you expose your good fortune, your personal good fortune that you worked hard on to create, and then you allow society to eat away at it because you want to help your country. The country needs to be deserving also, right, of you. The country needs to support you, not take away and eat away. And this is what happens to many people who, you know, try to become heads of state of heads of some certain countries in the world. And then they come to it with a feeling of 
oh, I can bring the goodness I have gathered in life to this country. Ah, but then it's eaten away here by the country itself and its people. And then soon they reject them. They throw them out. Why? Because the country is so negative. It can't stand somebody. It cannot stand someone who is in personal good fortune. Why? Because the country's personal karma doesn't allow it to take in good. You're not pointing fingers at any particular country. You're just saying this is what can happen. And then many people who rise to power, they're thrown out, and then they wonder, why? Oh, because your personal fortune was eaten away by the negative factors and forces. And you can take this and apply it to a company. You can apply it to people where a person does well initially and then they go down because it's eaten away. So the Good Fortune Show is saying that people have to protect their personal good fortune. And that is when they're going to be able to do well. Even Mahatma Gandhi, you know, I come from the country of Gandhi. And actually, G-A-N-D-H-I is part of my name. My name is Sugandhi. So, Sugandhi means fragrance. And they normally name products that have very good fragrance and give out very good fragrance. They name it Sugandha or Sugandhi, correct? And so my name means fragrance. But Mahatma Gandhi came to his political position. He had some good luck going in his life. He used his principles to win freedom or to help win freedom. I'm sure a whole bunch of people did it. But in the process, society ate away at his personal good fortune. And this is what happens to people. And then they become martyrs. Now, I personally support a person, an individual. And I would say for each individual listening, take care of your personal fortune. Take care of your personal good fortune. God sent you with that personal good fortune to do well for yourself and your family. And that is where you need to start because that's where you can build on this personal good fortune. And in order to tackle a whole country, your personal good fortune needs to be much more strong. It needs to be much stronger. This has happened to many people in many countries, many people who have become presidents, many people who have become prime ministers, kings. Queens, at least a king, when he comes to power, or, you know, when he is a king, he has control over the country. So people generally cannot overthrow a king, generally. Though the French Revolution, <laughs> do you see what I'm getting at? This is not about right or wrong we're not trying to say this person is right this person is wrong we're just saying that look at history 
And you can see how a person has personal good fortune and then it is eaten away by the negatives of society. I'm not saying that this group is right, this group is right. It's just something that happened many times in history. And we all, in the show, we need to see or ensure that our personal good fortune is intact. And with that, take on projects that would be fed well by fictitious genes, personal good fortune, would not eat away at it. And fictitious Jane needs to have enough personal good fortune to make her projects do well. Normally, when a person takes on a huge project, like a country, with all of a country's problems, their personal good fortune is not enough to change the country itself. Hence, people need to realize and know and think, okay, how much personal good fortune do I have? And is it enough to take on what I'm taking on? There has to be enough supporting factors in a country that's going to feed again this particular president's personal good fortune and not eat away at. So there has to be replenishment. Even in Reiki, they say that, well, it's true. A Reiki healer gives energy, but she's replenished by the universe, by the source of Reiki energy, by the original masters. She is refueled. She cannot give more than she can take in. There's going to be depletion. So for everybody listening here, I want to say that make sure that your personal good fortune is doing really, really well before you take on anything. And also make sure that whatever you take on feeds you back so that there is no depletion and this good fortune energy will be replenished all the time. And then you can continue to feed these projects and the projects continue to feed you. Don't go into depletion mode, especially extended periods of depletion. And if that is done, there is going to be a complete depletion. And even if that happens, do go back to your drawing board, to your man cave, woman cave. Cut off, if you need to, from all the sources of depletion. And replenish your personal good fortune. Everybody talks of energy in terms of electricity and this and that. 
And everybody knows that you need enough electricity to run a particular piece of equipment as per that equipment's requirement. And if, if we know that for equipment also, each piece needs a certain source of energy, and that equipment will then run well. If we know that about equipment, then we need to know that this is true of our projects also. That these projects are dependent on our personal good fortune fueling it, and our personal good fortune needs to be replenished. If a person takes on a bigger project, then they personally have the ability to fuel. There's going to be depletion. So any project that is taken on has to have the ability to refuel a person. Let me explain. A singer, an artist, she starts her career with enthusiasm and passion. So that is what she's bringing and her own personal good fortune. So she brings this to her project. But at some point, the project itself has to feed her back and then they create this what do i call it like a zero figure or a circle where she's giving energy to the project the project gives her back energy maybe in the form of fame money recognition and then she's able to feed her projects and the projects feed her back. Beyonce, she went on this renaissance campaign. Campaign, I wouldn't call it campaign, tour. And when she took on this tour, I did watch her movie. And yes, there were parts of the movie where I felt she complained too much, but that's Beyonce for you. She's into drama. But there are other aspects that we can enjoy and that is when she went on the renaissance tour she had enough personal good fortune to feed the whole tour and then that fed her back and that's how she does it she has personal good fortune she started off with a voice a somewhat good voice i call it somewhat because well, I have different tastes in music personally, but she started off with something that she can give society and passion and the ability to dance, whatever it is she has. She started off with that. Her personal good fortune fed her projects and the projects fed her back. And whether she had the support of other people, her husband, was not a husband then whatever it is that supported her no judgment whether she's good she's not good she's able to feed her projects and her projects feed her back and then she's able to climb to higher and higher levels and anyone who becomes an artist has to be able to feed their projects and then the projects feed them back and never 
reach a place of depletion where all a person is doing is giving, 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 and the projects don't give them back anything. Or if they do give her back or them back, gives lesser than what is actually needed to do well. You know, we're going to take a short break, listen to some instrumental music, and um, I'm hoping you're going to be there. So don't go away. I'm coming back soon. So hold on tight. Gandhi, you're back for the Good Fortune show. <laughs> this music, it kind of sounds like something. I'm going on some Star Trek escapade, some adventure to do with different planets and different places. I was watching a show yesterday and they were talking of some things that prove that there are aliens. And I'm not talking of aliens on Earth, like people from different countries. <laughs> I'm talking of planets and that there are spaceships and there are different planets and there are beings on these different planets. And people are trying to bring proof, more and more proof to the table. And do I believe them? Well, maybe humans are not wired, W-I-R-E-D, wired to sense the presence of these aliens. 
And so maybe that's why we don't register them. They say some animals have much higher capacity to sense their environment than humans. And so maybe it is that they do exist, these beings from different planets, galaxies, etc. They do exist, but we are not wired to sense them. But they do say also that some people have seen these things and are wired enough to sense other presences. There is this movie, I think it's Madam Webb, something like that. And she is supposed to deal with alternate realities. However, they made the movie really negative. So I wouldn't recommend this movie. Because with an ability to be intuitive and psychic and sense other beings, it's better to be intuitive in a good fortune way. That is to say, if somebody here wants to open up their intuitive side, then open it up to good things so that your vibration, you're able to sense good vibration, and then it comes to you even more rather than negative things. So in the negative place, what happens is people become intuitive to negative happenings. And then they bring that in. Everybody who's listening, it's okay to develop your intuitive side. I also have, I'm very highly intuitive. I'm also a channeler. I can basically channel anything. And I'm able to channel another person's mind. I don't do mediumship work. That's too negative for me. But I channel really, really well. And I restrict my work to good stuff. Why? Because if a person has psychic abilities, they should tune into positive energy and not negative. So whenever you're working with a psychic, it's better to work with somebody who is going to tune into good stuff for you. It's not about what is true and what's not true. We create our own realities and depending on what we tune into, we can create a great reality. So be good fortuners. And that's what we were talking about in the last good fortune show. We said, let's all become good fortuners. Like the people who go hunting for gold. Correct? They go hunting for gold. But here we are hunting for good fortune energy. And the more we do it, the better we become. And the better we become instruments of bringing this good fortune into our lives. So if a person is intuitive and they're scanning their atmosphere with their minds, what's there, what's there? Then they need to scan for good energy, not negative. So people who tune into negative things happening, prophecies, and the doomsday theory, I'm sure everybody's heard 
of the doomsday theories that different fortune tellers, who are not really fortune tellers, they're more like misfortune tellers, they tune into these doomsday theories, and then they bring in more of that. But here in the Good Fortune Show, we are saying, let's all tune into Good Fortune Energy and bring in more of that. At least for ourselves. And if each person does that, it's going to have a effect on everything else. So we're all on the way to becoming Good Fortunate. And we're all saying, we have joyful manifestation energy which is constantly being given out by the source within us, like a stream of well-being. And if we do not allow society to eat away at it, this good fortune energy, this joyful manifestation energy is going to help fuel our lives and our projects. Because that's what God intended. And that's why he resides within you. Because he believes in good fortune. He's a source of all well-being. He's a source of all good fortune. So it makes sense. And a lot of people say this now that the soul within us, right, is God. Then if the soul within us is God, why would he be giving out negative energy? He would be giving out great energy all the time. It's up to us with our physical senses not to subject this great energy to everything that's negative in the world. And then wonder why somebody is left alone and they say oh my god god did not help me why did god do this god did not do it god did not do it he's constantly giving he's constantly in the process of filling you up with great joyful manifestation energy it's people who do it through their personal choices of what they expose themselves to so if a person exposes themselves if a person exposes himself or herself to toxic gas, that's what he's going to get. If he exposes himself to clean water, pure water, and clean air, that's what he's going to get. A fish that lives in a dirty pond, a lake, or river, or whatever it is. How is a fish going to get pure energy from that polluted water it has to be in good water in a great place and so that is how everybody makes choices and then expose themselves to those elements but the source of good fortune joyful manifestation is within us and always filling us up with good fortune And I want you to believe this because if you don't believe me, try it out. Try it out. Try to see what happens when you stop yourself from exposing yourself to negative situations and people. And just allow the good fortune within you to build up. See what happens. Your manifestation abilities is going to rocket skyrocket and you're going to be able to think into existence everything that you've always wanted it's a blessing 
given to you by the divine presence within you, God. Again, I've said, you know, we can call it by whatever name. Your divine soul spark. And so the more we understand that joyful manifestation is actually not something external to us, but within us. That it is our very soul spark. That it is our very being. It's not something foreign. It's not something foreign like, um, you know, it's not something foreign that I'm teaching you. It's something which is already within you. I'm just reminding you that it exists. Why? Maybe because I'm more in touch with it. I've studied it. I've seen how it works. And anybody who's listening to the show, the Good Fortune Show, the Joyful Manifestation Show, reads the book Joyful Manifestation or works with me. Does not matter what religion he belongs to. Because the divine presence inside is free of all of that. It only knows good. It only knows good and it only knows how to create good. And it only knows how to be in good. That's all it knows. It's the external world that imposes its own views and thoughts on all of us. And if the God within you wants you to have a great life, the only responsibility we have is to allow it to win. So our responsibility to ourselves is to allow ourselves to win. Wow, how simple is that? And we turn it into an affirmation and we say, I allow myself to win. I allow myself to win. And we give ourselves permission to do so. And a lot of coaches have said this. Allow yourself to win. Permit yourself to win. Permit yourself to win. And you will see that your permission to allow yourself to win is going to bring victory to you. And you will always win. Always. And that's what good fortune is, is about. It's about winning. It's about knowing that you're so amazing. You deserve to win. You deserve to win. You deserve to have everything that's good given to you by God. Because the soul spark within you knows only how to win. It doesn't know anything else. Have you seen people, and I was watching this show, <laughs> where this extremely rich person, huge mansion and all, huge, huge, huge palace actually, comes out, he walks out and he kind of talks in a very, okay, let's call it arrogant way. And I know I've said it's better not to be arrogant, but it's better to be Proud of yourself, but not arrogant. To the point that you're putting somebody else down. But, however, this particular person 
And I'm just trying to give this to you as an example. It doesn't mean I'm saying he's right or wrong. He walks out of his palace. Many, many cars around him, beautiful cars. Servants, the whole thing. The whole nine yards, everything. And he talks from this place of happy. Because that's all he knows. He only knows how to have. He does not know the opposite. Because he's always had it. Now, whether we want him to be humble, whether we're going to teach him some lesson so he can be humble, it's not about that. It's about having. A lot of people in America have a lot of things that a lot of people in other countries may not have. The countries that they call third world. So for a person in America who's used to great roads and cars, who's used to the basic things that their country gives them, is used to having. So for him, the idea of not having could be foreign. Something that his mind does not even contemplate or recognize. Oh, the concept of not having? Hmm, I don't know what that is. So now shall we call this person proud or arrogant? No. And a very small example, and I think we we're at the end of a show. We just have a couple of minutes. I was in Mexico. I stayed there for two months. Mexico City, and then, was it Cancun? I don't know. I forgot the name. So here we are, and... An American with his family walks in and they're serving breakfast in the morning. I was at the Marriott residence in, and there you go. They're serving breakfast and the American man is why he goes, why can't you have this? Why can't you have that? Why can't you have this? Why can't you have that? Now to the Mexican servers over there, they felt he was being arrogant. But to the American, it was very natural for these things to be there. So now, what happened is the American is coming from his place of having. And the Mexican servers are wondering, why is he having fit out there? Like, why can't you have this? Why can't you have that? And he kind of recognized me as a fellow American, even though I'm Indian. You know, I don't know. He just thought him. I would understand him. And so he started talking to me about it. And coming from India, because I know a little bit of this at least, I tried to explain to him the Mexican service point of view. And so what I did then was to tell the Mexican servers, okay, if you don't have this, serve that instead. You know, in the meantime, before you make this person really upset and angry. So knowing both the worlds, I explained to the Mexican people that just because they don't have something at that point doesn't mean that guests need to be upset. Do something else, serve something else in the meantime that is equally good, something else that they may have. And meanwhile, this American comes down and then the breakfast arrives from outside. It, it was delayed. So it's just that a person who comes from a place of having may not understand the place of not having. I come from the place of having, 
but I have a bit of, because of my coaching background, I'm able to show somebody that don't get criticized or blamed for not having something just because it's not your fault. It's coming from outside. It's not arrived yet, but try to understand your customer. Don't put him into this place where he feels that like he doesn't have because he's used to having. Put something else out instead that you already have. Keep him calm and happy. Give him something else. And then meanwhile, the breakfast will come in because once this negative energy goes away, the product, the food that was actually supposed to arrive, arrived faster. If they'd continued in the negative energy, the food would have been delayed even more. So this is all good fortune principles. That is to say that for good fortune to happen, we need to be feeling the good fortune already rather than perpetuating the negativity and then blaming everybody for being coming from a place of what is that called um where they come from the place of i won't call it arrogance but from this place of entitlement yes entitlement and then some person feels entitled, the other person feels like a victim, and then it creates this big, huge divide. But if people understand the principles of good fortune and what would make the breakfast, the actual original breakfast, come quickly, and that is to remove the negative energy, make everybody happy. And then what happens is the food actually arrives faster. It did. It arrived in a second after that. A few seconds it was there. All because we managed the situation. We took away the negativity and the lack feeling that this particular American family was going through. The Mexican service served something else instead to keep him happy. And once the neg negative energy went and the good fortune energy came in, the actual breakfast arrived in seconds and everything was fine. You can apply this to any part of your life where instead of perpetuating the negative negativity, we bring in the feeling of good fortune immediately by doing something or the other. And then the good fortune, whatever was meant to happen, actually happens very, very quickly. This is Sugandhi Iyer. We're at the end of a show. We will meet again for the Joyful Manifestation show next week, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Next week, Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And until then, I'm wishing you a great rest of the week. Continue to be a good fortuner and increase the good fortune energy within you. This is Sugandhi Ayas signing off for today and wishing you a fantastic rest of the day.